0: offer valid on select AK systems each through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
2: Hello everyone. This is Tommy Vincent, your host of In Her Words, a Tommy Vincent podcast, and today we have a very special episode. We are bringing three phenomenal young leaders in the making to the table and they are going to share with us about the phenomenal work that they are doing at their school mount saint mary academy in buffalo new york they are game changers and we are excited to have sydney haley and kaylee join us at the table today so uh ladies we are going to get right into this conversation and my very first question for each of you and i will uh, I will cue you all on who should answer first, and then you can just go down the line. I, my first question for you is, who is Kaylee?
3: Um, hi, I'm Kaylee Cuddyhie, and I'm—I would say I'm a very determined person. And if I start a project like this, I really like to finish it and make sure everything goes perfectly. And
4: I like to help people.
2: Okay, so now who is Sydney?
4: Hi, I'm Sydney Yost. I really love helping people. It's great that we get a chance to be able to help young girls and for the future that they can do something like what we will be explaining about. And I just love seeing people strive and feel like they can do something and change the
2: world. And who is Haley?
5: Hi, I'm Haley Karaszewski and I love helping people as well and I love sports. I play
2: soccer. Awesome. So listen, you all are students out at Mount St. Mary Academy, and it is all women's private high school in suburban Buffalo. Now, one of the main goals at the school is to develop young leaders, and you all have taken on an initiative to create a flag football program at your school. Now that is leadership, and how that came about was there was a retreat that you all had an opportunity to attend as you were developing the vision for what your four years in high school would look like. And so one of your teachers, Mr. Oshai, posed a question. "Envision vision what fulfilling your four-year high school career would look like. Now you three were amongst the two dozen uh, girls who declare that part of this vision you want it to be inclusive of flag football so talk to me about that how did that um, one enter into your mind like hey we want to do flag football especially when it's it it's something that was not a part of the environment when you came in and then that you knew that you wanted to, this to be a part of the journey
4: I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, so seeing the guys out there playing football and knowing that women don't usually be able to play football, and I know flag football, that's something that women could do, and I just really felt that, like, I know Mount St. Mary's was going to do a flag football camp over the summer. I didn't get a chance to do it, but maybe putting a sport like flag football into the sports at Mau would be a great idea for girls to try it.
2: Mm-hmm. So how about you, Kaylee?
3: At the retreat, when I heard so many people wanted to be able to play flag football, but we didn't have the opportunity, I knew it was something that we had to get done. And when Mr. Oshai said that we had the opportunity to actually make it happen, I was really excited to help take lead in it and make sure everything went good.
2: Mm-hmm. And you, Haley?
3: We play it in gym class
5: and... I love the sport because I love to watch it on TV, but I want to be able to play it, not just watch it.
2: Mm-hmm. So now, when you think about making it an actual competitive sport at your school, there are some things in the process of developing it, and I know that you have a, your whole school community, the leadership at your school, your athletic director, and the faculty members are supporting you in this endeavor. When you think about that off the back, what are some of the obstacles that you know you have to address so that you're able to bring the program into the school so that it can be competitive, not only just have it there, but I'm sure you all want to be successful and winners at it as well.
4: I think one thing that we have to take into account is that there are other sports at Mount and that we want to make sure that students are just going right to flag football and forgetting about those other sports. Um, and also other schools, we have to figure out if they're even interested in starting a flag football program so we can play people as well.
2: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. You do have to, you do have to have some opponents, um, for it to be successful. And, you know, it's one of those things where, um, I think like you all that women do love sports and in particular, they love the game of football. we're fanatics, we have experience, you know, watching it and the ability to be able to have it in a way where we can also participate in it. it, it causes excitement in young girls everywhere. I've seen it happen. I've had the opportunity to interview Deanna Flores from Team Mexico, who actually were the champions of the flag football tournament at the World Games. And so this isn't just something that's here in the United States. This is global. Young girls everywhere are excited at the prospect and the opportunity to play a sport that, and and I often hear uh, Troy Vincent say this, that football is for everyone. And flag football does present that opportunity. So it's on. You know, you guys have put this vision out there. Like I said, you have the support of your school community. You also, um, I understand that the Buffalo Bills are supporting you in some aspect and you've, uh, uh, the NFL, they're all rallying around your desire to support you and bringing this endeavor to reality. How does that make you feel? Because you had a conversation about it at the retreat and now it's here like you know that there that when you put this work in that you are going to have the opportunity for this to happen for you all Uh, Haley can you uh, share in regards to that
5: I'm really surprised and excited because I've always wanted to play football and never been able to and it's just
2: really cool so tell me why you're surprised
5: well usually you don't expect it to happen you don't expect Troy Vincent to come to your school and You didn't expect them to actually allow you to be able to become a leader for it.
6: Mm -hmm. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down.
1: How doers get more
2: done. I think that, you know, when I was just uh, reading the background information that I received, how your school really has um, empowered you all to take the lead on this initiative, it is amazing. So, when you think of leadership, and Kaylee, if you can answer this question, when you think of leadership, what does leadership mean to you?
3: I think leadership means to me. Not being the front, like not. I don't know how to explain it, sorry. Um, I think it's like is helping other people like achieve their dreams and taking like the first steps to bring everyone else to help you with that. So not doing everything on your own, but being the person who takes responsibility and helping other people achieve their goals.
2: Mhm. Mhm. That's a great answer. So Sydney, you wrote Troy Vincent, the executive vice president of football operations at the NFL, a letter. So tell us about that letter and what was your desired outcome once he read your letter?
4: Well, when I first was gonna write the letter, I was a little nervous because he is such an important man. And in my letter, I was telling like the background about myself and how much I love football and watching the Bills play. And then it brought me to the fact, like, after freshman retreat, it really drove me to get the confidence to write the letter and show how it can empower women to play flag football and show them that maybe this isn't just flag football that women could lead on. It could be other things that women can push forth.
2: Mm-hmm. So let me say something to all three of you. You just said that Troy Vincent is an, an, an important person you all are important people and you all have the ability to do whatever it is that your heart desires and based off of what I understand about your school they are preparing you and equipping you to be leaders and so just like you all Troy Vincent had people that believed in him and that instilled those leadership principles in him that allows for him to do what he does today so it's all about the foundation and that is what you all are doing with this program you're creating a foundation that ultimately will become legacy work for you and i don't know if you've looked at it that way but when you're the first at doing something that means that everyone that comes after you has the opportunity to benefit from the work that you are doing so you're important I just want to make sure that you understand that so I know you know that there's a process and and so to laying this foundation that you're making and it's going to impact the sisterhood at Mount St. Mary's Academy for generations to come that's what I was just talking about so once it's all said and done now, I know that you had the charge from Mr. Mr. Oshai to talk about what you envisioned for your four years at the school. I want to take that question a little further because it's on now. You're starting this program. What do you envision ultimately for this program and how it will affect your sisterhood for years to come? And I'm going to start with Haley.
5: Well, I feel like we want flag football to be all around the world and allow
4: everyone to play football, the sport everyone loves.
2: Okay. Sydney?
4: I think that if we start with, like, leagues around Buffalo, and then we can start expanding it through, like, social media to other areas around the world, it'd be a great way for girls to try it out. Maybe, like, even if they're not necessarily interested right away in playing flag football, they could still see... That women can do it, and that they can feel that they know that they're able to do something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Kaylee,
4: I hope that in
3: like ten years, flag football becomes a lot bigger, and little girls growing up can see that they are able to play football and know that that's something they can do in the future. Mm-hmm.
2: So now, there's also something else that you all have started, and the acronym is FLAG and that stands for female leaders advocating the game talk to us about that sydney and i'll start with you
4: um i think just the acronym really shows what the whole point of this all is that females can even just not flag football but they can they're advocating the game they're they're leading something and they're pushing everything they've got to make sure it happens and it really shows that it's possible
2: Kaylee? Um,
3: I think the acronym shows how females can lead things and they can take charge and get what they want and we can do sports just like men can.
2: hmm Haley?
3: I also think it shows that females
5: can do just the same as men can do and that we can advocate for the game as well
2: now i just heard was that the school bell that i heard buzzing in the background you, are you ladies supposed to be headed to your next class (laughs) so listen i am really grateful for the opportunity to have this conversation and and what i find to be a privilege is that i do believe that this is the start of something um That's going to be really magical at your school, and it's going to create a ripple effect throughout your community with the opportunity to bring in other schools and present this opportunity for other high school girls to have the opportunity to uh, compete. And so I feel privileged to be at the at the foundational level of having this conversation and really excited about what you all are doing. And so I have a question that I ask all of my guests and I know that you guys are still developing and, and you know, God willing you have a lot of life ahead of you, but at this point in your life, there still, um, has to have been a woman in your life who has impacted you, um, because what you're doing and I, and I know this word may sound, um, the word is courageous what you're doing is courageous and you may be wondering why would I say that is courageous to lead um, on something or just to do anything and I'm using that word because when something hasn't been done and to be willing to say I'll do it I'll lead that takes courage so I want to ask you ladies um, who would be a woman that has influenced you and you know that man I learned this from this person. And the, and what I call this segment is I'm bringing her to the table because this platform is all about women in their words and having the opportunity to share. So Sydney, what woman would you say is has left an imprint on your life and is, is helping you to develop into the leader that you are today?
4: I think one woman is Kathleen Neville. We did just meet her. But knowing that for decades she's been leading women for women rights and women empowerment, it's really inspiring to see that she for so long she's been pushing forward and see that it's what she's become. It's so inspiring to see that she did that.
0: mm-hmm.
5: probably my grandma because she was divorced from her husband so she raised two kids all by herself and she had a job at the same time and it proves that you can do anything
2: Mhm. kaylee
3: i would say my great grandma because when i was little she always taught me to stand up for what i believe in and if whatever i dream of i can do and make that happen
2: Mhm. see how 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 women have impacted your life. And even, Sydney, you talked about a woman, Kathleen Neville, that you just met, and yet she has left an impression on you. That's what you girls are doing. I want you to understand the magnitude of of leadership and being the first. And so for years to come, you guys will be the ones that started it all. So that is... This is me patting you guys on the back, but I want you to give your own self a pat on the back, and really, you know, the people that are supporting in, you in this, make sure that you are, um, let you're letting them know how much you appreciate their support because it does take the support of a village in order to accomplish anything in life. Nobody does it alone, and so this is this is wonderful. So we're on to our last segment and our last segment is very near and dear to me because food is my love language. And so I like to talk about this when I have my guest on. And so my first question for you in the segment of food is love is what food best describes your personality and why? Kaylee? I
3: would say I'm a popsicle
4: because they calm (laughs) down and they're just really refreshing.
2: I love it. Sydney?
4: Um, I would pick ice cream because I feel like ice cream makes everybody happy, and I love making everybody happy and feeling like they're comforted, and ice cream is such a like comforting food in general.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Haley? I would say I'm a blue Gatorade because they're very energetic <laughs> and they're like,
2: bright. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I I have a question that I ask, and I want to give you some context of the question just so you understand it fully. And the question is, has food ever been healing for you? And so when I think of myself um, and my family growing up, there were times when, especially during the holidays, when we would gather as a family. And... We would always have these moments around the table where we would have, you know, a beautiful spread of food. And so it didn't matter what was happening outside of that moment. All I knew was in that moment right there that I felt love and it felt really good. So that's an example of when I say, you know, has food ever been healing for you? So, again, the question is, has food ever been healing for you? Um, Haley?
5: When I'm sick... My dad will always make me chicken noodle soup to make me feel better.
2: Sydney. I
4: agree with you what you're saying. Um, For a very long time, we would go to my great grandma's house on Christmas Eve and my whole family would be with her and we would open presents, but just being there with the food and everybody around us, it was so loving. And it just felt like in that moment, everything was frozen. It was, I was just with the people I Mm -hmm. love.
2: Absolutely. Kaylee?
3: My family is really close. So my whole family gets together and has dinners like at least once a month. And it's just really nice. Everyone gathering on the table, eating food together and just talking about our lives.
2: Mm-hmm. So my final question is, does your family have an heirloom recipe that's passed down from generation to generation? And I'll start with you, Sydney.
4: I actually don't.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe it can start with you. Do you like to cook?
4: Yes, I do. I like making cookies with my mom, so maybe that's something that we could start.
2: Mhm- uh Kaylee
3: um, when I was younger, my great grandma always made Christmas cookies, so now every year we have the tradition to make them together.
2: I love it, Kaylee
3: my mother she created a family
5: heirloom recipe for a whole family to pass down it's chocolate chip cookies because nobody would give her a recipe for chocolate chip cookies so <laughs>
2: <a> <laughs> listen she took leadership she said no worries i'll do it myself <laughs> so before i let you ladies go i want to make sure that um if there's anything that we have not covered in this conversation that you would like to share with our listening community. I want to give you the space right now to share it.
4: Um I'm really grateful for all the people in my life that have been pushing me to do something like this. Like these two girls especially like I'm I'm just grateful and Mr. Oshai and our teacher Mr. Majewski and mm-hmm. my parents even like pushing me to do something like this. Like I I'm so shy when I was younger. And like taking something like this and leading it on and them pushing me, I'm just so grateful. And even Troy Vincent and you, um, I'm just so grateful that you guys were helping us out.
2: Anyone else? I
4: don't
3: think so.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, thank you so much for taking your seat at the In Her Words table. I'm so grateful and honored to have had you ladies join me here today and I wish you all the best in your endeavor. And I know that we will be hearing more about it in the future. Thank you so much, ladies.
4: Thank
2: you you for having us. us. It was nice to meet you.
6: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.